It's all about kicking back, relaxing, and enjoying the show. Take the time out of your day to listen to new music and the new sound of radio. Tune in every day, all day, for the greatest hits, latest news, and community events that you can be a part of. MoncoRadio.com, where music and minds meet. It's meant to make you forget about your homework or the fact that you just got fired from your job or you and your girlfriend had a fight. It's meant, it's a legal high. It's meant to take you away from the fact that after the concert, you've got to go fight the parking lot traffic. For those three hours that you're in our concert, it's magic time. You wanted the best and you got it! The hottest band in the land! Kiss Army, you wanted the best and you got it. I am Matt Porter and we are live here in the Kiss Room. It is July. It is our July issue of the Kiss Room. Now look, there's a lot going on in the Kiss world. I'm going to be joined by one of my favorite longtime friends, Bob Brodsky. Of course, Bobby Dreyer will be here, but I'm going to start the show off with a bang.
Now, look, I really needed that. It's funny. When I come in here, you know, you try and get yourself all psyched up to do a radio show. It's the most fun thing ever. But, boy, is there anything that gets you more excited than that? I don't think so. Now, what a good way to start the show. Now, look, obviously, anybody that was tuned into Harem, you heard Bobby Dreyer. Yeah! yeah! Welcome back there, pal. And, oh, my God. And now, look, Bob Brodsky, we met about a billion years ago when dinosaurs <laughs> walked the earth. And, and I'm going to tell you the story real quick was... I was shooting a video, and Bob was in an acting class in college, and here comes this guy, and the scene is you have to do a day in your life in your bedroom. So you come out and instantly start throwing Kiss albums and all kind of stuff on the bed, and you're dancing around, and you're Paul Stanley, and this is your room. It's, and I'm like, this guy will be my friend. And we've been friends, and that's got to be going on, I don't know, 800 years. Yeah, 1988. Wow. Yeah, 1988. <laughs> wow. Spring Woo. semester. At, yeah. at Bucks County Community College. Bucks Here we are County at Community? Montgomery uh. County Community College. I didn't even know where Montgomery County Community College <laughs> where is. Where were you living at the time? I lived in Percocy. And so Monco is actually out of county for me. So I used to drive all the way down to Newtown. Yeah. To Bucks. So that's wow. that was the start of my college career. And like I said, there was dinosaurs in the parking lot, and that was, you know, back where we met. And over, for over 20 years, I worked down the street from the college. You know, <laughs> I never go there, but, right. you know, I have a lot of friends. You know, you're a lifelong friend. Kim Bravo Brock is a lifelong friend that I met. Uh, Steve Rubin, I mean, you know. We had Paul Adler on not that long ago, and we yeah. talked about how he came into the class wearing his animalized satin jacket. Oh. And I remember saying, well, this guy will be my friend, you know? <laughs> I'm still jealous he has one of those animalized satin jackets. Yeah, my right. dad took me to five stores, every mall in the general vicinity, Oxford Valley, Neshaminy, Woodhaven. Everybody was out of it. <laughs> I know? never saw that in a size that would fit a we didn't have eBay. We didn't have eBay back then. <laughs> right. you know? no, it wasn't right. like we could get any of that stuff. You went in the store that carried it, and I said, you have these Kiss satin jackets? that say animalized on the back. Yeah, we had them. Uh, they're gone. We're not going to get them yeah, in. Right. I'm in 10th grade. Gone, I was dying right? to go to school with that jacket on. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Okay, look, there's a lot to talk about in the KISS world. Obviously, there's there's tons of news, but I want to kind of start off. I want to take us in a different direction because <sighs> I know this is, this is something that happened between when the last time we were live and now. Okay, now look, when's the last time? Now, as KISS fans, we go to a lot of KISS shows. We go to KISS, what I call KISS-related shows. What's the last time you went to a concert where you didn't know like every song? You didn't know now half the people in the audience because of you like don't half the people in the band. Right? So like, <laughs> what's the last time you went to a show like that? Uh, maybe when my aunt dragged me to share twenty years ago. I don't think I only knew maybe three songs. <laughs> what do you think? You the go to a lot of shows. When's yeah. the last time you went to a show and thought I really don't know anybody? Oh my gosh! Uh, what the heck was it? Oh. Uh, I well, I was gonna say today I was supposed to go to go see Lizzo, which I don't know crap about her, but I really wanted to go see her so up in New York. I'm just I'm just but gonna share this that, though. It, I'm gonna share was, this story uh, to you. Uh, what was it, Bocelli? So, uh, like about the end of last month, I take Madison. Now, look, anybody that listens to the Kiss Room has grown up. You watch Madison grow we up. Love she came Madison. in when she was little, so now she's at that age where she wants to go to concerts, and I am happy to take her. We went to the Machine Gun Kelly concert, okay? Now, the Machine Gun Kelly, now, I only know his music via what comes out of her ear pods, okay? Air buds or whatever you call them, right? But here's the, I'm going to just kind of tell you a funny story. So, there's, it's packed. It's a Sunday night. It's gorgeous. It's in Camden. It's, you know, the outdoor kind of shed. We've all been there. It's gorgeous out, you know, and, and the funny, that's why I played that clip at the start where Gene says it's a legal high. It's, you don't, you don't want to worry about the traffic on the way back or the drive back from Camden. You know, you want, you want to just enjoy your, you know, your time in the show. 
So the opening band is, and I use that loosely, was a rapper dude who came, Trippy Red, I found out who he was. Trippy Every Every instrument, now people complain, oh, Paul Stanley's using background tracks, right? Everything was pre-recorded except for the guy's voice. And he comes out and he's just dancing around the stage, singing what I can only remember of songs about nothing but weed. And he's smoking a huge joint and there's a green cloud around his head. And it was the worst thing I've ever been sitting through for something that I paid for, right? So if you're a Trippy Red fan, I don't know why you're listening to me. But anyway, this was the thing that that was I thought was Mayonnaise. I, I thought about this as we were coming in. I was I was coming in and I was preparing for the show. Now it's Kiss fans, and you go to the show, you know what's that song that you hear the, the PA starts to crackle, and right before the hum, a song comes on. What is it? Rock and roll from Led Zeppelin. Oh, of course. Right? So you hear that. And I'm not even gonna play the whole song because you know, obviously, look, everybody knows that, right? But but now figure that vibe. Look, Bob started air guitaring as we speak, and and this is the Which fun Bob, part, right? Bob Warner we'll see if I'll call you like Bobby. Bonner. You're Bobby Dre. Oh, okay. You're We're Bobby like Dre and Bob and Russell. Two today. So, so anyway, I'm just Bob. All right, don't step in my story. I got to continue this. No, the, uh, here's the funniest <laughs> thing, right? So now I'm in this Camden, you know, down at the Camden. It's now the Freedom Mortgage or something like this. And Madison really, is, she's excited. She can't wait, you know, for Machine Gun Kelly. And there's a, it's 20,000 people. It's sold out. It's a gorgeous, you know, Sunday night. And all of a sudden, you hear that PA crackle, which we know what that means. And you hear this. Ready? Oh! And 20,000 people lose their collective marbles because of one note. Okay? <laughs> now, here's the thing. Here it comes. Now, imagine the entire place screaming when, when I, I was a young, young boy. boy right now here's the thing you knew it of course my chemical Love romance my and chemical that romance. place went crazy and in that moment i have to say it makes you feel the joy of going to a concert but greater than that the joy of music this group now think about it I was a dinosaur at that show. I'm old. There was there was old moms and dads. There was but there was a lot of kids. Now Madison is young, but but there was a time when My Chemical Romance was life. She worshipped MCR, right? And so did a lot of people there that night because that place started to go berserk. I mean, crazy singing along. The watching her punch her fists in the air and singing. She knows every word to Machine Gun Kelly too. But that was a bonding moment that I will never forget. And now, look, here's the thing. Everybody complains, or, you, or some people complain. For every Christmas, there's always an Ebenezer Scrooge that wants to complain. But if you're going to go to a show, you know, Pantera announces, oh, they're going to go out. Oh, it's not a reunion because they're not all alive and blah, blah, blah. Look, if you can you go. Got the singer. If you can go and feel the joy that these people felt listening to a recording from My Chemical Room, that's what it's all about. That's why you go. 
that to me, look, and if anybody, if you're sitting out there and you're going, well, I don't know, the Kiss tour, he's using vocals and... <laughs> right? He's <laughs> using a monitor. I'm not gonna, yeah, yeah, that one. I, I, don't I can't get remember that. my telephone number. I can't remember like... what I did yesterday, <laughs> let alone the words to two hours worth of songs. Oh, Vince uses a, a monitor. Really? Who cares? Yeah, look, who cares? if you feel the joy, that was really where my story was going. If you feel the joy, I kind of think that's the point. You know, when that note came on and people went crazy, that's what it's all about. And that's kind of how I wanted to start the show. Madison, I love you. You're the greatest. We had the best time at that show. Um, you know, whether it's My Chemical Romance, Machine Gun Kelly, the whole thing, support new music, support new music. Okay, now look, what I'm going to do, and since we have this moment to share some new music, I'm going to share one of my favorite bands that I consider a new band. This is called Blitz out of the UK. Guys, you keep rocking, and this is a band that everybody should follow. Right here, it's some blitz. Keep moving on. Right here on Monaco Radio, where music and minds meet. <laughs>
right. Now, look, for anybody who says, Matt, you never play any new music. You only play Kiss music. Guess what? That was new music from Blitz. New music. That's actually, if you go to Blitz UK, so it's Blitz and the letters UK.bandcamp.com. They have a new album coming soon, but you can get all their old stuff. Guys, shout out to you. I mean, obviously, you know, uh, Blitz has been played on the Kiss Room before. I'm a big fan of what they do. Shout out Stuart Corden, Matthew Davis, Kevin Simpson. They are Blitz in Nottingham. You know, so we're look, we're worldwide playing a little bit of that. There's a lot of good music out there, but I'm telling you, that's kind of the point: is play that stuff that makes you happy. And uh, if it makes you happy, that's what it's all about. Because if you're happy, cool. Because that's all there is. <laughs> that's right. Now look, I'm thrilled because here it is. It's a little bit after you know the start of the show. We got a lot to talk about. Now, obviously, I think one of the things that I wanted to talk about is uh, Kiss Bootlegs, the mysterious <clears throat> Sam Loomis. You know, it's not the doctor from Halloween, but uh, July, early July was Kissmas in July, and he started leaking out all kinds of great, great, great videos on his YouTube page. Okay. The thing that struck me, first of all, was now the quality was amazing. Right. That's the thing that struck me right away was, wow, somebody's got these in really immaculate quality. Uh, the other thing, and we were talking about this while before the show, 1975, those guys are rail thin. And if you watch that video of them in, they're going to go to the peaches, you know, meet and greet thing. Yeah. At one point when Ace turns sideways, all you can see is the champagne bottle. You know, it's yeah. like. Yeah. You know, so what did you watch? I mean, did you get to pour through much of that stuff? I watched that whole Largo show like 10 times. Right? I watched most of the Japan, the 3 p.m. show. I watched some of the Peaches thing. Um, I watched um, some of that Revenge, the one hour of the Revenge show, which the sound on that was way better than the Revenge stuff right. that's out. Um, what else was there? Was there a, so now that's the funny thing. You had this Academy of Music footage, 1974. Oh, I watched some of that. That had Paul with bandit makeup. I mean, I don't, you know, have we ever really seen that released no. anywhere? That, that's not even like any of the Kissologies or anything. And there was something I saw this morning from the Beacon Theater in the Hotter Than Hell costumes. Did you watch any of that? Here's they, the funny thing. I was halfway through it and it disappeared. Really? And all of a sudden, the channel was gone. You know, and that's the funny thing. is like there was that Academy of Music, the Largo 75. I watched that a couple times. I was watching that last night even because I'll oh. tell you, I love that. Yeah. The intensity of yes. the band. I think if anything else, you, you would think that that's the kind of stuff. Like somebody, I, this is the funniest thing. That one's the one, if you think about it, it has all those overlays. The albums come up and the, the booklet from Alive comes up. And people were complaining. I don't know why they put all that stuff in. You go, because it was 1975. And they, yeah. who would have thought in 2022 anyone would still be watching it? Right. Think about where Kiss was in 1975. I thought they were they were going to be happy if they made it to 1980. You know, well, and plus at that time, some of those effects were probably new. And whoever the director was, <laughs> you was got like, Oh, I got a toy. Let's look. Try. I can make it look like flames. I got dizzy watching that, but it's okay. I still watch the ten but times. But the intensity of it. Peter's oh, yes. drumming. Like oh, anybody my God. wants to say, "Oh, Peter, Chris, the drumming. He's on fire." Yes, that's the greatest drummer of all time, right there on that video. So it's like you know that, and they had that Cobo Hall 1975, oh, which yes. was amazing. You had that rehearsals from 1976, oh. which I'd seen, but again, not in that kind of quality. Right. And the thing that's so much fun about that is like at, at, 
if you really watch it, like Bill Coin walks in front a couple times. There was one spot where they're doing Hard Luck Woman and they're doing that gimmick where, you know, Ace is behind and they're playing the same guitar. And Paul reaches over and kind of tossles Ace's hair. And you go, there was a time, no matter how much they snipe at each other now, that, man, they really did love each other. That was a band that really was tight and spent so much time together it was and that you, you see it like you could see it in those rehearsals because in the rehearsals they're only playing for themselves yeah. right? you're not yeah, right. you're not trying to impress a crowd so when you see that intensity the other thing those bat the i guess gene calls them leg frog leg hops or whatever where he's hopping up and down yeah Man, that's intense. Boom, boom, leg kick, you know, and you're like, you know, and then you had that Anaheim, obviously, in 1976. Now, I remember having that on a VHS tape for a long time. Yeah. But that's the one where Flo and Eddie, you know, and they're out there, yes! And then they're jumping around like, you know, two crazy men. I think that's one of the funniest things I ever saw. And then Gene falls at the bottom of the steps, disappears into the smoke, and then just comes hopping back up. But like that show I watched a couple times, you know, the uh, that Japan 1977 we've had for a long time. That was the one that was the HBO special. Yeah, yeah but yeah, when yeah. we had the 7 p.m. show, if you really look close, that 3 p.m., there's some different moves. I mean, because I've watched that hundreds and hundreds of <laughs> Which times. Which one's that? Uh, uh, the Japan. The one that came out like, a couple weeks ago, that's the 3 p.m. If you really watch, there's some, Paul, like his feet move different. It, look, a lot of stuff they do is exactly the same in both shows. Like Paul's putting his arms in the the air and everything but if you look really close it's a completely different performance than you know, the one we it's had it's funny because the um the look of it first of all again and i'll go back to it the quality of that upload was outstanding like you know and, and some of the best looking footage of that era and it, and like gene and this is one of the things i always have marveled with with kiss and you can tell i think in my mind it was bill of coins influence they always know which camera's on Gene will look out the side of his eye and point right at the camera. And he knows that camera's on him. And that stuff, there's a couple shots where Gene looks so intense. And he looks over with that look. And you're like, you know, you almost forget when Gene was a little scary. Like, you know, that you looked at him and you weren't quite sure he wasn't crazy. Right. You know, it's like. He was crazy. Well, that's what I'm saying is like now, and, and this is a hot take. I hate when people call him Uncle Gene. You know, like, I find that to be disrespectful. Oh, Uncle Gene was out of the... No, no, he's not your uncle. I hate when people say, that's a hot take I hate. I hate when people call kids the boys. They're 70. They're not the boys anymore, okay? If they say the boys are in, you know, such and such a place, but that's totally off the topic. But, you know, <laughs> but, the, uh, but he looks crazy. Like, yeah. you're like, you're not sure if you met him, what he might be like. And, and we've had Bill Starkey on the show, and he talked about meeting them in the very early 70s, like when they were nothing, and he said, we were a little afraid of Gene. Like, we didn't know what to expect. And you watch that, like those early videos, he looks crazy. Well, yeah, because I remember when I first got, got into Kiss in 78, I had this cool picture of Gene hanging up uh, on my wall. I had a bunch, a bunch of pictures, but the, the thing that... Uh, I'm remembering is I also had from Dynamite magazine a little poster of Bella Lugosi <laughs> right. right next to Gene, and they both scared the heck out of me. You know, and I think that's part of the fun was at the time it was like, and I always think, look, when I got into Kiss 1976, 1977, I had everything I wanted. You know, like you had Kiss and Star Wars, and then you had Linda Carter in the Wonder Woman costume, yeah. Yeah. and you had the $6 million man and yeah. Planet of the Apes. And, and oddly enough, with that list, 
pop culture peaked around 1977, yeah. 1980-something, right? But even that, when you think about, like, you know, monster movies, Dr. Shock here in Philly, you know, you'd watch Creature Double Feature. And, uh-huh. and the idea that here was this living, breathing monster that was doing these songs that we loved... There's something to that. And I, I think that's what, to me, those were a lot of my takeaways. Now, look, if I dig deep enough in my VHS boxes, I have some of that stuff from, from back in the day. You know, and, and that, it existed. It's floated around. But obviously, you know, not in that kind of quality, what I'm right. talking about. Well, I'd never seen, like, the first eight songs of that Largo from, you know, I had the encores on a VHS I got at the, <laughs> at the expo at the Rothman Center. But Deuce, Strutter, She, all that stuff, I'd never seen. That. And they are they are on fire when they come out on stage. Incredible. Yeah. Absolutely incredible. I mean, that was the thing that really struck me was that, you know, the the energy of the band. I think, if anything, boy, you would, you would think Kiss would say, look, we need to get a hold of this footage. Just to remind everybody, man, there was a time they were the most intense band. Like, yeah. I mean, that stuff, that 75, Well, do you think it was a, a, a seizure that pulled it down like somebody got, not like a seizure, but. <laughs> terrible. I know, sorry, bad Bobby. Um, Bobby, you're going to offend somebody. Oh, you know? my gosh. Oh, uh, I'm not drinking. No. You know what? I There's a couple things that I think about with that. One. A lot of that stuff, you wonder who owns the rights to it. Like, you know, one of the big finds on there was that oh, kite that festival I stuff, own right? The rights to that. So, but I mean, you figure that always to me. Now, look, and I'm sure somebody who's smarter than I am knows the history. Somebody shot that with a Super 8 camera, you know, was at that and shot that. And I remember that really appearing last year on the A&E special, you know, as part of that Kiss documentary. And everybody, oh, look, there's the kite festival. But I'd never seen it like that. Now, obviously, that. It's funny because I've been doing the whole, it's like the Scooby-Doo thing. Somebody's going to pull off that disc demon mask and we're going to find out who that is. Obviously, there's a lot of clues because, I mean, everybody knows who was researching that A&E stuff. And clearly a lot of this footage, that's what makes the story seem a little crazier is clearly whoever's posting that doesn't give a damn about... Kurt Gooch seems to really hate Kurt Gooch. So it's, uh, you know, there's definitely, there's some kind of backstory that sounds like it should be part of, you know, the dark side of collecting, you know, on, right. on, the, on Vice TV. Well, who would have pulled it down? I mean, but the other, you know, I don't know. Kiss has to own some of that professionally filmed footage. Like the Kite Fest is, is a fan film. So, but, you know, they have all these box sets they're planning on putting out. Who knows what they're going to put in them? Hopefully some of this stuff. You know, you'd think just by what was posted, there's Kissology 4. Right. I'll buy that. Of course. Yeah. You know, well, I mean, of course. we're going to you know, buy it no matter right. what's on it. And it's like, and that's, <laughs> you'd think that even in this age, maybe they're saying, well, nobody buys physical copies anymore. Nobody's going to buy a DVD. But at some point, if they could figure it out to put it on YouTube, you partner with YouTube, what do you get? Like, if you get a million views, you know, you can probably get enough off of YouTube to buy a turkey sandwich. There's people who are YouTube famous that seem to be making a lot of money. Right. I don't know. They're buying houses and doing I mean, all that, kinds of stuff that we're not Logan doing. Logan Paul and his brother that go in with WWE and everything, they claim that their fortune is because of YouTube videos. And you, I don't know. Who, who, what the hell? You know, how many videos? You know, I, I'll be happy if I put something up if it gets 100 plays. You know, it's like... You know, it's crazy. So, I mean, I'm sure that that's a mystery that at some point will reveal itself. I mean, I don't know when that will be or who's going to, you know, make that uh, connection, but we hope it's somebody soon. Well, if anybody from KISS is listening, they just need to put it out and then 
problem solved. We can all have it and watch it whenever we want. You know, and the funny thing is that you'd think that, like, think about it like the bootlegs that you have in your collection, right? What are some of the ones that you watch? What are, what are the shows you kind of go to? Uh, Houston 77. Yes. The Japan, the right. 7 p.m. show, uh, the uh, Winterland Ballroom on yeah. the Hotter Than Hell Tour. That's probably one that I watch a lot, yeah. you know, if I had to say, because that's another one where it's real early and they're on fire. But I also like the Psycho Circus from Dodger Stadium. That's I, fun. That's a good one, you know. The, I mean, that's really what was fun. I think, and this, again, it maybe kind of ties back a little bit to how I started the show, but it's also that collective sharing. Like, everybody was so excited to post, hey, a new one is up. You know, we're watching a new well, one. There's a new video, and we're Matt, excited. Matt, let's put this out. You know, like, you're getting these uh, CDs now that are coming out off the soundboard. Um, wait, who started that? <laughs> Grateful Dead. Uh, but we won't get it. But the tape trading and that, and I'm going, people are like, oh. People want to hear their past. Off the soundboards are, I think they're a lot I, of fun. I, think they're they're great. Great. I, I, I great. love getting them. Yeah. I, I love that they come in like this little brown right. paper mm -hmm. thing. And it's <laughs> right. like, it, it's like, so it, it's like you wrapped your school book in it or right. whatever. And it's right. like, you know, but maybe they could do a series of videos uh, of that too, at some point. See that I'll tell you that's the funny thing. Even going back to how I started the show, that at the Machine Gun Kelly show, they had this multi-camera thing that fed the screens, including a flying crane camera, which looked incredible. You know what I mean? So you're like you're watching this and going, somebody's doing a really nice production. And if they're smart, they hit the record button and they're going to put it in a vault. And in 30 years, when the little kids like Madison are old and want to relive how it was when they were 17, oh wait, that's us. You know, yeah. now somebody what, better yeah. have that. Matt, I seen something really cool. What people were doing, even in Philly, people were taking clips of everybody else's clips from Motley and everything else. And oh wait, I, I thought Keep you going. were doing no, my no, chemical no, no. romance. Again. No, no, no. <laughs> but they were putting them together, and I'm going, these hodgepodges of everybody's clips and that. I'm like, how cool is it now that you can do this stuff? And bands, I remember, they frowned upon you recording their shows. They love it now. They're like, keep putting it out there. This is what's bringing it, you know? This is what's letting people go, hey, look, you know, see the flaws. Come out and see, you know, this and that. But it is live rock and roll. And see, that's what I always think. That's where I think a lot of people, bands, and, you know, it's where they kind of miss the boat is they, you know, you'll, you'll put up a video and it'll say, well, it's blocked in some places because of copyright and this and that and the other. Like, you know, look, I did, I streamed the first song of Machine Gun Kelly because he comes down on a, on a helicopter. It was pretty cool. Like, you know, he had a big stage and everything and he came down. It didn't take five minutes before it came up. This is blocked because of copyright infringement, right? You go like, you know, and it's stupid. I just kind of wanted to have it because I thought Maddie would watch it. You know, it was a clip and, and everybody has their crap. I mean, and the quality is terrible. It's off my phone. But you'd think exactly what you're talking about. To me, it's promotion. It makes you want to go back and buy old albums. Now, I found a way around Mart. that. Aha. So don't stream it live. Record it on a video and then put it. Because you always yeah, but the have same, the, the same bots. Yeah, that's the truth. No. But I mean, the same bots that want to take your video down will find it whether it's like you have I, it. But I'm talking about sharing it. I mean, and that's you my whole but point. But you can. You do it and, and you get a better quality doing it. I found that way doing it at this last show. And the funny thing is, is I found it from the sound guy who told me to do that. He said, don't Facebook stream it because you'll get blocked and you won't have the copy of it. Do it 
because your cameras shoot a better video and it comes out uncompressed. I'm like going, well, thank you, Mr. Sound Guy. <laughs> thank you, Sound Guy. I appreciate yeah. that. Well, see, even that's funny when you think about it. Like most of these bands, you know, everybody that we follow, you know, I mean, Kiss, obviously, they say, oh, end of the road, end of the road. Like, you know, I, I'll never believe anything's the end of the road. Now, that's the other thing we could talk about. Paul or Gene said they're going to add 100 more shows. Okay. Paul said, well, it's going to wrap up around January. Okay. January when? Exactly. That's what's <laughs> you know, that's the funny when. thing. When you think about it, stop and think about a hundred more shows. Now, at that point, their thing was they were saying that, or or again, Gene was kind of saying a hundred more shows, but if we've hit some place, we're not coming back. So how many venues or how many markets have they not kind of hit? I don't know because it's weird. What are they talking venues or markets? Because technically they could play Trenton, New Jersey, and that's ten minutes well, from me. I'm, here's I'm what I, I here's what I want: Stabler Arena. One more time. That was the first time I saw them on the Asylum tour. And again, I've told this story a hundred times. Very late in history, but I could finally drive. And Stabler well, Matt, Arena. I'd, one I'll more be time. And, and it's a, a different subject, but it's the same thing. Like tonight, I'm doing another show, and somebody goes. I can't believe you're not going down to Philadelphia. Elton's playing the baseball stadium. And I'm going, when did that get posted? You know, and I'm like, wait, he played Philly three times in Allentown. And I'm going, I thought you were done Philadelphia. Oh, Philadelphia. I'm going, they ain't done. What is it? Somebody went and go, oh, I guess we need to buy kitty litter. <laughs> so, I mean, that's really what I'm thinking is I know there's people out there that, you know, I mean, especially in the age of social media that post, gee, they never come to where I live, you know, like, so there are places that they could hit. But I mean, around here, like I said, Stabler Arena one more time would be great. Right. You know, like he's, now, did they play on this last tour? What's that one in uh, where we that that really nice one in New Jersey? And we Homedale? Yeah, yeah, yeah that. Home they didn't do this tour there. No, did they? they didn't do a lot. We of... saw a couple, a couple good tours at that place. Yes, we did. Well, yeah, the no, they didn't hit show, there, Bob, think. really was a small show. I mean, that arena is a tiny arena. If that PPL Center. Yeah. So it was last summer the in Atlantic City where they played. That's only 5,000 people. It was packed, but it was still small. Right. Well, I think Homedale, that's the one where I jumped over the seats to get the Paul Stanley guitar <laughs> oh, that pick. that was great. It was so funny. We had really good seats that night. Yeah. You know, like we were, well, we were by about 11 rows back. I want right? to chime in. Like Bob, how, you know, a 5,000-seater, I mean, look, we've all all seen them in huge effect but 5,000 on this magnitude of a tour and I'm not going back to the Bruce years but seeing this in a 5,000 seater it was great I mean that's got to be mind blowing it was it was great it was great I actually like to see the bigger stage in the smaller venue like that 2016 tour um, we drove out to Erie PA to see him and that was like 4,000 seats but the, the stage barely even fit inside the venue <laughs> but it made it it was it was, really was that that big and it just made it so much better because and it look, was overwhelming and look when you say we shout out Felix is listening Felix how are Felix? you Felix? yeah Felix <laughs> so I, I'm going to do an offensive comment so that's kind of like putting a uh, uh, yeah uh, 10 pounds of 
in a five-pound bag. Right, right, exactly. <laughs> but maybe they'll do like they always like to do when these big tours, when they're a success, come back and do all those small and medium-sized venues. So maybe they'll do a round of like uh, Stabler Arena, or they haven't played that place in Trenton, New Jersey, which I can't even think of the name of it <laughs> since the fa- the other farewell tour in two thousand. <laughs> that little arena. God, yeah, I yeah. Seen, they, I, and you talked about Cher. I seen Cher over there, on her, and that was her. Farewell tour. I saw her in 2000 at Boardwalk Hall, I think, or 2001. You know, on that, that was a farewell tour. (laughs) (laughs) See, that's a lot of fun. But I mean, even so, when you think about that, I think that's the one thing that we really have to look forward to in the next couple months is if they really do announce. I mean, a hundred more shows would be would be sizable, and I think that would keep them busy. And they've got to have at least a well, handful that come back. Matt, the thing I, I, I'm really stoked about is Dave in Jersey just announced for you know Cruise Fest, and he and he dropped it with everything. But that, and I'm so looking forward to the Kiss Cruise. My first time being, I you know my. I haven't had a cherry broke on me in a long time. <laughs> oh, you never went on the Kiss Cruise? Never. I was on the first one and the third one. Oh, well, the first this... one was out of this world. Nobody knew what to expect, so everything was a surprise from start to finish. And, and this one being over Halloween, I think my mind is just going to, I'm just oh. like, I, I'm, I, I'm already like. <laughs> yeah, Kiss Cruise 3 was over Halloween, and, and people, the costumes people put together for that were unbelievable. I, I'm... Yeah. I think that's always kind of been a deal breaker for me, though, is the fact that I don't, I don't, I can't not be home on Halloween. I know, but if you, you know? saw the way people dressed up I on know, this, I know, and I wanted you there, Halloween. Matt. You know, Plus, here's the problem, yeah. right now. Shout out in, to Jess Bonneau. in 2022, <laughs> right? In 2022 and 2021 and 2020, and <laughs> nobody needs to see me in a swimsuit. <laughs> you know, just oh, like, Matt, I have a speedo with your name on yeah, it. <laughs> I don't care. I'll, I'll put on a swimsuit. I don't care you how know, bad I look. I don't know. I'm telling you, that's one of the funniest things I always think about. You don't like, look you like know, the guy from Family Guy. What's his name? Uh, who, uh, Giggly, uh, what yeah, the hell Peter is it? Griffin, okay? I, I look I a little better that than that, guy. I have to say. <laughs> no, who's the, the pervert on the show? Giggity, giggity. Yeah. I don't know. It just really, you know, it's funny. So that was so think about those exciting things that have all rolled out in July. We had all those old videos that have come. Unfortunately, that channel's disabled as of this morning. And then Gene saying, hey, look, we're going to have, you know, all these, uh, you know, 100 more shows. It was great. So... Is the painter going to open those shows? You know, I don't God, know. God, no. I, I hope... Oh, God. The, uh, I enjoyed them the first couple I of times. Uh, you know. The, uh, you know what? The only thing that... There was sad news, obviously, in the Kiss world this week that Michael James Jackson had died. Um, you know, produced obviously in my mind, the first albums that come to my mind, Creatures and Lick It Up. And, you know, we're going to talk about that. I actually was talking last night with Eric Alberti online, and I said to him, What are your pick your favorite track off one of those albums? I'm going to play it. Eric Alberti picked this track. We're going to go to this. We're thinking of Michael James Jackson. This is a shout out to you. Thank you for all the work that you gave us here in the Kiss world and beyond. Right here in yes. the Kiss Room on Monco Radio, where music and minds meet. Ooh, good one.
There's a quick tribute, obviously. Michael James Jackson certainly contributed quite a bit to the Kiss years. You know, those middle years, Creatures, Lick It Up. Think about that. What were the first, you know, when you think back to those albums, think about that. I think of getting Creatures and thinking this is the greatest thing I ever heard. And we were just saying, like, my favorite songs, Creatures of the Night or Danger. When I first heard it, I was in eighth grade and Danger made the hair on the back of my <laughs> neck stand up. Right. Mostly because I thought I was going to grow up and be Indiana Jones. I don't know why I, I ever thought that. But, uh, you know, now That's I feel great. more like Darth Vader or Davros from Doctor Who. Right, right. Exactly. That's awesome. I'm falling apart. I hear you. I'll tell you. As you start to realize when you're watching a video from 1975, you go... Man, that's a long time ago. Oh, wait, yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. It is. It is a long time ago. It's harder to get out of bed. Ricky Cook just posted the funniest picture in the Kiss Room Facebook. It's a looks like the Rock and Roll Over logo, but it's got Sam Loomis from Halloween with Gene Simmons makeup. It says in Loomis we trust. So right. you know, R.I.P. You know the Sam Loomis <laughs> YouTube page. But uh, now look, you got to get out of here. Yeah, You're, I got to go see Mr. Ted Poley. So anybody that's in within the sound of my voice, which is everybody, as soon as you're finished listening to the Kiss Room, go down to the Landis Theater in Vineland, New Jersey. Vineland. You can get. Uh, Monte Carlo, we've had uh, Damien. I, I think on Damien's here. been yeah. on here before. In fact, I think Damien's been here in the studio. Oh, we yeah, had him, yeah, yeah, he yeah. and his wife and everything and, else. Uh, and we had a fun with them in the past. So, I mean, obviously, look, that's we a had great Ted band. Poli and Ted Poli called in last month at the uh, right at the end, and he reminded everybody if you can make a donation to your local no kill animal shelter. And I thought that boy, and what a here's the really cool thing. So tonight, Ted said. Look, anything that anybody buys at the show, Ted is staying afterwards. It's a no charge meet and greet. He'll sign everything. He's going to stay afterwards, which is going to be great. Wow. Look, where do you get that? You know, you're not paying for it. Ted's going to hang out and who knows going to show up? <laughs> Steve Brown. But we won't even mention some names. Steve Brown. Uh, oh, but wow. we won't mention Steve, Steve Brown. All but, right. You dropped okay. that name so much, it hit you in the head. All right. So, right. But the thing is, getting back to Creatures, the coolest thing, me being the, the jazz nerd, too, and the guy who loves Larry Carlton, I always forget that Robin Ford played on that album and played guitar. You know, we everybody goes, oh, it was Ace and Vinny. I'm going, no, it's Robin Ford played on there. And, you know, it was like, wow, check this out. But my favorite songs, look, you got to love everybody. Oh, like Bob was saying, it was a little overplayed and this and that. But the, I love it loud. When that kid's eyes turn around, I'm like, See, even that, that was the coolest. Oh, yes, that's, absolutely. That's a good point when you think about it. And now as far as the producer, and obviously shout out to everybody here at Montgomery County Community College, sound recording and music technology to get that drum sound. Right, and think about now. You talk about the hair on the back of your neck going up, and yeah, that song is maybe overplayed, but there's a reason why because it's awesome. Yeah, because it's awesome. You and know, the you video, want to hear it, right? Yeah, the video is incredible with the phone melting and oh, the everything and the parents like so, oh, it's so it's very. You know, it's so funny. Let's flash forward ten years. Black Hole Sun. How much can you see a lot right. of influences right. of Black Hole Sun in there? And I just kept going. And it was until you just brought that up and going, wow, right. Soundgarden. So you wonder, did Chris Cornell have a little bit of a favorite band? Did he have that Kiss poster on it? Isn't it funny when you think about that video? I think I remember seeing that on Night Flight or whatever, you yeah. know, before it ever went to MTV. Right. Yeah, because I remember when we got MTV around that time, I watched it every day after school right. for like five hours at a clip and never saw and it, you, but I saw it on USA Network. And you never Network. saw Kiss, really, until they took the makeup right. off, which is crazy. But 
That I Love It Loud video felt like my life. I was in eighth grade, and and my parents had enough of Kiss a long time ago, and I'm still like, no, they're number one. I, you know, well, so. and I'm gonna go one other song, Last Cut on the uh, War Machine. Right. When you hear that, and you hear Gene's bass. I mean, look, I love Gene's bass, but when you hear that, that is like a death march right there. That boom, 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 and it's just. That plus, thing, plus at like, the time, it's really Gene really claiming that demon, right. you know. That, to right. me, was evil. That right. was just like, yeah, that's omen evil. That's, I'm going to come and, and just, you know, Every stop. song that Gene sang on Creatures, it made me feel the same way as when I listened to God of Thunder on Alive 2. That right. where, when I was... 10 or 8 or whatever and I heard Alive too. when he would sing God of Thunder I'd go crazy and Creatures every song he sang had that same intensity you know what's funny is we could that would actually be a really fun kind of conversation which we'll not do today but like that whole idea of oh I'm sick of that song or that song is overplayed man I could listen to God of Thunder a billion I, zillion yeah, times right. and I love it yeah, I you know, know somebody was complaining oh well I don't know why Applebee's has rock and roll night and I hate that song I love rock and roll night right. and when you just that Mine? opening drum thing that gets my blood going every time. I hear yeah. "Lover All I Can" and I just I get. I, well, I that's go a deep in, cut. That's a really. But deep I really want to slam the gas pedal down and do like 500 miles and go. Yeah, either that or ride a roller coaster. It's like my go-to rock and roll song. Ban it, ban it, yeah, ban it, and then ready to. I mean, that's the fun thing is the idea of it's isn't it nice as a band? Isn't the thing that every band wants is to have a song that can become overplayed right. because people love it. Right. Imagine that. I think the people go, oh, it's overplayed, overplayed. Yeah, maybe in your mom's garage, you know, and mom is sick of hearing your band. But, you know, I you know, I think every band wants, you know, everybody to love their Matt, songs. I was at the Y today and a song came on and talk about overplayed, but I heard it and I kept going. I heard the guitar solo. I'm going, that's a freaking great guitar. My Sharona, mm. the guitar solo on that is still awesome. I don't care how nerdy one hit wonder it is. It's just a great. That's, that's actually a really well, good what album. What were you doing at the Y? <laughs> <laughs> the that's alphabet. He, he was just leading I with was the doing band. the alphabet. I'm, I'm messing with you. I just I haven't never been Young inside man. the. Yeah, I know. Da, 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 it's one of my favorite songs of all time. Young but, man. Um, I'm just messing with you. Know, I, I gotta just. I'm gonna just think, going to take Paulie. I want to tell you, what, Craig Bauer. I want to give him a shout out. He posted a thing. He has a great Instagram uh, page called Kissspirational. But he took that meme where the guy is talking into the dude's or the girl's ear, and she's clearly not interesting he says my ex-girlfriend dm'd me to remind me that it's kiss room friday and i can't stop laughing it's just, you know because it's half my life is you know uh people you know you want to tell people to listen they don't care it's like no craig thanks a million so bobby you gotta get out of here you're hitting the road but i gotta give a big shout out again ted poley's assistant everything putting it on there they're big kiss room fans they are so blown away they love that they're doing it they're going to post things about the show you, here. I'm going to tell you a funny story. I don't know if I ever told you this. Back when the Kiss Room was new, a baby, like 2012, baby. right? A long time ago. I, I had started in, in you know June. So it was June, July, August, September, October. It was now January, right? And I knew at the time, and this is maybe pulling the curtain back. I knew at the time Ted Pulley lived in Hellertown. So yeah. he wasn't far away. 
And somehow I connected with him. I don't know how, but I had his phone number and I called him. Would you come down and be a guest in the Kiss Room? And I really wanted him to come down and do the show live because I thought it would be a really big get if I had the lead singer of Danger Danger in the studio here at Monaco. Flat out, I don't travel. Not for something like that. That's what he told me. And I'll never forget, I'm standing, it was, I was in, the, in my kiss room at the time at home, and I'm looking out the window, and it's snowing like crazy, and, but I'm, I'm trying to get, I really want him to come in. No, I don't travel for things like that. <laughs> but I had a nice conversation with him a decade ago, <laughs> uh, which but, I'm sure he doesn't remember that. Yeah, but, but he loves the kiss room. Hey, look, I'm I got a phone call to push the show tonight and everything. So, But again, I'm, I'm looking forward to going, and I will be, Matt, so do, look again, everybody have, within the sound wait. of our voices, go down to the um, Landis Theater in Vineland and look for Bobby. Here's a funny story. Motley Crue tour, if you listened earlier to, to the Harem episode, you heard Bobby play all the stuff from the tour, give you all his stories. You can go back and listen to his replay. There's 20,000 people or whatever in the Hershey Park Stadium. Our good friend Sean Sealer, who also <laughs> works here at the college, somehow managed to find Bobby. And I said, how did you find Bobby? And he goes, you can't miss Bobby. <laughs> So, Matt, I got to ask you one thing before I leave here. I need one thing because I'd love to have a picture of him. I, I, you know, we'll do a bumper or whatever. I need a kiss room button to give to Ted Paul right. and have him have a picture with him. You know what? I have him in my office. Don't right. run right out the door I because run. we're going to go to the top of the hour. We got Kiss Room House Band has created a masterpiece, okay? When I tell you, everybody every month that's impressed by the Kiss Room House Band, this is going to blow you away because they are having a backyard barbecue and you're all invited. So at the top of the hour, we're going to play that and wait till you hear. Now, look, and this is another thing. You talk about songs that are overplayed, things like that. No, oh, this song is, you know, it's it's too much or whatever. The deep cuts played by the Kiss Room House Band. People, those of you listening, whether you're listening live, and I hope you are, or if you're listening, you know, the download, however, I want you to take, you know, take your drink out by the pool, get your Gene Simmons potato salad, that's trademarked. You know, be ready, because this is going to be unbelievable, okay? So now look, it's almost the top of the hour, but I think because Bobby's running out of here, what I'm going to do is Not I'm going to I'm going to actually uh, hopping because he had a broken hip. You know, Bobby is the Energizer Bunny. What I'm going to do is I'm going to start... I'm going to hit the top of the hour just a couple minutes early because, like I said, it is a Kiss Room house band barbecue party, and it's coming up right after this, right here on Monco Radio, where music and minds meet. Meet, meet you in the Kiss Room. You're not allowed to smoke in the Kiss Room. Hi, everybody. It's Gene Simmons. You're listening to the Kiss Room on Montco Radio, but you knew that. You wanted the best and you got it. The hottest man in the land, Matt Porter. Kiss Army, you wanted the best and you got it. I am Matt Porter. We're into the second hour of the Kiss Room. Like I just said, we are going to have an amazing set from the Kiss Room house band. Jerry Lee Watkins, Fran Galanti, and a special guest in this set will blow your mind. And I'm not even kidding you. 
I want you to go out by the pool. I want you to put your feet up on the desk. I want you to get a large drink. Whatever it is that you drink, just be ready because this is a special moment right here on Monaco Radio where music and minds meet. In studio with the Kiss Room House Band. Now here's your host, Fran Galanti. What's up, KISS fans? It's time for my annual July barbecue. There's nothing like it. Cold beer, burgers, ribs, corn on the cob. Ah, and of course, everyone is invited to bring an instrument and jam. This year, Marcy and I decided to invite a special guest who promised to bring some goodies of his own. Come on, everyone is in the backyard. You see, Marcy, what you want to do is stick the knife into the center of the radish. Twist a little and then let it soak in water for about 30 minutes and voila, a perfect radish rose. Hey, Gene, thanks for coming. Hey. Any problem with the directions? No, I took the tunnel of love and it was all clear. I see you wore your Kmart sneakers. Um, those are Gene Simmons's Kmart sneakers. Can I get you a drink? Yes, uh, that would be lovely, Fran. I'll take a Gene Simmons money bag root beer, no ice. I'm so glad you invited me today and not Paul. You see, we just added 100 more shows to the schedule, and someone is afraid we may be pushing ourselves too hard. As you know, I'm always interested in being more than a rock star. Paul seems to think he is the smart writer in the band and that most of my songs are lackluster, even though he had to wait until 1979 to have a big hit, and it was... A disco song. And ironically, the song that I enjoy playing the least. That's why I brought along my famous potato salad. Of course, that's Gene Simmons' potato salad. And some of my lesser-known obscure masterpieces. A fine selection of songs, D. Simons. That sounds great. The steaks are marinating, and we're set to go. Check out this new grill I bought. It's an old-fashioned one, like they used when I was young. Charcoal, baby. Old school. Uh, no, no, no. You're not going to cook my steak using that charcoal, are you? What do you mean? It's Kingsford. It's the edge. It's crap. Empty that grill and fill it with these. I'm so glad I brought these. Mr. Blackwell's Hickory Briquettes. You see, Fran, it's the wood that makes it good. Hey, that sounds like a rhyme. It's the wood that makes it good. Stand back, Fran, and let me light this up. Now that's a fire. While we wait for the cornholing contest to begin... Oh, it's just cornhole? While we wait for the cornhole contest to begin, let's check out this gem from Music from the Elder. Here's Mr. Blackwell. So we can know it. 
Gene, we are out of money bag root beer. Can I get you anything else? Uh, no, friend. Uh, I'll just make believe that I have a cold one here. The next tune is from my 1978 solo LP, which was a blast to make. I had a ton of guests and great players. This is a great example of my love for the original Fab Four. Think mm, Fool on the Hill meets Bob Dylan. Here is a classic, Mr. Make-Believe.
Hello, I'm Gene Simmons, and you're not. We are back live in Fran's backyard for the first annual Gene Simmons Barbecue. Trademarked. I've taken over the grill while Fran hits the pool. Come on in. The water is warm. Marco! Polo? Fran, listen, I would love to jump in, but I left my official kiss speedo back at the house. You know, Paul has the nerve to say that I need Jenny Craig, but I've had her many times and it hasn't done a lick from my waistline. <laughs> that reminds me, we have a great Kiss polo shirt and bathing suits collection on sale at Kiss Online. Our next tune is a nod to the Beach Boys and the Rolling Stones, with a brilliant vocals by yours truly, who else, and a stellar production from Bob Ezrin, featuring a touch of Beethoven and the Brooklyn Boys Choir. And just like my jalapeno poppers, all these ingredients come together in a delicious bite. Here is Great Expectations. You wanted it, you got it. Gene Simmons, Great Expectations. Write that down. And then you see And then you stand and cuts your best Our music drives you wild Along with the rest You watch me singing the song You see what my mouth can do And you wish you were the one I was doing to and you watch me playing guitar And you feel what my fingers can do And I wish you were the one I was doing it too Well listen
Those poppers are hot. Yes, friend, these Gene Simmons hot poppers are hotter than hell, and what a great way to tee up the next song. This next track is brought to you by our new sponsor, Dr. Love's Radioactive Hot Sauce. Talk about sweet pain. It's a killer. I was in L.A. with Vinny during the Lick It Up sessions, and we decided to take a break for dinner. We stumbled upon this old Mexican place that had the worst burritos ever, but they had the best jukebox. And we were listening to a lot of docking, and then it hit me. The worst indigestion ever. But we walked out of there with a great idea for a song. Here's Not For The Innocent.
Well, friend, this has been an outstanding day. My belly is full, and I'm ready to take on the next leg of the never-ending end of the road tour. You've been a very gracious host, and I'm afraid that we only have time for one more track. Before we go, I'd like to thank all of our sponsors and remind you to check out all of these great tracks and many other classic KISS covers by searching the KISS Room House Band on YouTube or Rumble. So, Gene, some folks are confused about this last pick. It's sort of different lyrically. Is there a personal cut to this track? Well, Fran, this title is from a 1953 science fiction movie that I adore by Arthur C. Clarke. The initial riff was provided by Tommy Thayer when Bruce and I finished it up during the Carnival of Soul sessions. I was looking for something dark about the loss of innocence, and although I take crap from Paul about the direction of the band at this time, I started to see this as just another fine example of my Beatles inspirations. And with a little help from my friends, Tommy and Bruce, I looked at this as a mini, I am the walrus. And you know, the walrus was Paul, right? And you know, here's another clue for you all. The walrus was Paul. Tune in next month.
right, now look, that was incredible. Let me bring your mic back up, too. Okay. Here's the funny thing, that last song. First of all, look, shout out, Jerry Lee Watkins, Fran Galanti, amazing Kiss Room house band, as always. That last song, first of all, on the actual studio version of it, I love it where just as they're fading out, you hear Gene say, you've got something about you. It's awesome. You've got something I need. That, that song every time. But now look, aren't those... In, they, Deep cuts of Kiss. That was incredible. I mean, the house band is awesome. It's one of the best parts of the show. The Gene Simmons track, I went, when it came on, I, I thought it was the album. They were so good. <laughs> they it was are the Gene amazing. Album. Guys, thanks a million for sharing your music with us. Again, the pool par- the bar- barbecue party was a great thing. Like I said, everybody, even if you're listening to the replay, I hope you took your drink outside. You know, surround your friends, crank it up real loud. If the neighbors want to come over and listen, maybe they don't even want to listen, but you're going to let them hear Well, it I just too. got out of the pool. I need some fresh towels. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know what look i'm going to take a minute and give some more shout outs we got about a half hour left in this show um that obviously i love it those of you that share the link every month now one thing you'll notice i posted about it very late and obviously this is the third friday of the month because i was on vacation last week and the first friday of the month was the fourth of july weekend and you know i figured look i'll just i'll kind of just sneak it in here so i know i kind of sneak attack you with the fact that we were going to be on today but uh britain mitchell from kiss cosplay always you know his has a great group on facebook and he always posts the coolest pictures of people in their kiss makeup kiss cosplay everybody should like that britain thanks for sharing it mikhail burel always shares it almost everybody i'm gonna say shares this all the time and i really appreciate it mikhail burel alan tate who you can hear big al's radio show every week on a to z radio obviously bill elam as well a to z radio that's their home it's where they do their thing um they broadcast from all over the place so it's just really incredible Sean Cohen, Dean John, Kat Mara, Javier Boaster, Kiss Army Omaha. Omaha! Hannah Rogg from the We Will Blog You podcast. Um, Joe Laskin, Eric Alberti and Julie Ullman from the Kiss Cave. Uh, Myra Chapman, Sam Dotton, Dottie Jones, John Phillips. Cameron Duty, which of course everybody knows Cameron Duty from Alive Unplugged, the music of Kiss. If you're listening to me now... Cam is live on July 16th, which if you're listening live, that is tomorrow night. If you're listening to the replay, it's Saturday night, July 16th. You're going to love that. Obviously, Cam can be here, heard every every Saturday morning, 9 a.m. right here on Monco Radio, where music and minds meet with Cam's Kiss Club. So you want to make sure you tune into that as well. Pasquale Vary, obviously, Kiss Army Nation podcast, another great podcast. This is, I'll tell you a funny story real quick. Uh, I saw a guy posting the other day, oh, wouldn't it be great if there was a podcast that didn't talk about Kiss Minutia? They talked about the lifestyle being a kiss fan thinking well yeah it's the kiss room <laughs> it's the kiss mm-hmm. army nation so it's like i love those guys they they do feature a lot of really fans and that's what i like i like fan stories i don't want to hear what you thought of how the drums were mic'd. i want to hear how it made you feel that's my point fan stories mike simcoe curry barter ricky cook craig bauer uh, uh eric and judy Wozniewski from the electric crush they broadcast from pittsburgh pittsburgh Every Wednesday, 7 to 9. They are my favorites. I listen to them every week. They play a great 
mix of music. They're live. The two of them together, obviously, they have a great rapport. Obviously, they're married. So that the, the two of them together, they have a chemistry that you just can't find everywhere. The Electric Crush is worth all of you tuning into. Make that part of your regular routine. They'll play requests. I know the, the one week I wanted to hear a song, they always play it. They're great, okay? Electric Crush, you can listen to them on Tube City Online the same way on the TuneIn app that you listen to as, that I, you know, am broadcasting to some of you right here on Monaco Radio where music and minds meet. You can listen to them every Wednesday. It's the way you got through Wednesday at 7 to 9, so you made it through half the week. You're almost to the weekend. Electric Crush is my favorite. Um, obviously, Peter Arquette from Kiss Asylum. You can, uh, you know, obviously he shares my link, which I'm forever appreciative about. Joe Polo and Podcast Rock City, congrats on their ninth anniversary, which I, I know, I guess it was a Sunday ago, they did a whole discussion about, you know, he and Lee Westy and Rick and Trey, and they started the show. And I'm going to say, look, I think I was the first person to really promote them because I promoted it on the Kiss Room blog. And I want credit for that. But they, hey, look, those guys, I love them. I talked to Joe today. Greatest guy, you know, just it's fun when your friends do Kiss podcasts, and that's a really good one as well. That's one that I listen to. They're on every Sunday. There's always new content from Podcast Rock City. AJ Zonin, Anthony Porter, Madison Porter, Amy Porter all shared my link. You know, like I said, a lot of people, maybe you didn't have as much time to share the link because I only posted it like two days ago. But look, every second, sometimes third Friday of the month, you know, we are here. So it's uh, it's one of those things where, uh, you know, you can interact with us live. I love that. I, I know Britton sent me a, a message that he really liked uh, the Blitz song. Like I said, Blitz, I love those guys. And you can find them on Blitz UK. That's the letters uk.bandcamp.com if you like that song as much as i do you're going to want to you know go over to there get a bunch of their stuff they have a live album they have you know some fantastic tracks they also have a christmas song where believe it or not i do the spoken word intro so if anybody wants an autograph from me you know whether you're here or nottingham uk i'll be happy to send you an autograph <laughs> you know nobody nobody does but hey you know you never know it i mean it's even funny i mean with that in mind the whole idea hey if you want an autograph from me you know every once in a while i mean obviously if you're listening i do giveaways and i try and give things away and last month we gave away or two months ago we gave away a uh, a monco radio tumbler if you're listening here to Monco Radio. Obviously, you know how much I love Montgomery County Community College and Monco Radio specifically. And we have these amazing tumblers that are just these black, you know, with the logo, they're metal, they look fantastic, and they say Monco Radio. Now, look, here's the thing you could win one. You could be winner, winner, chicken dinner. <laughs> Of one of those tumblers, the Monco Radio Winner Winner Chicken Dinner. All you need to do is you go to the win page of thekissroom.com. So it's thekissroom.com forward slash win, and you're going to enter. And the, the winning word, you got to have your secret word, okay? It's been a hot summer. So the winning word, your secret word, is scorching scorching it's so hot out it's scorching it's Ow! so hot you're gonna have to call out the firehouse okay so when you're when you're finished you know listening or if you're listening on the download go to thekissroom.com forward slash win just it's your name your address i don't send you you know i don't spam i don't have an email list or anything there's a reason why i ask for emails just confirmation because if if i really look at the address and i don't think i have it right i will send you a message saying hey look you know did you get it or whatever but um but like so now look here's here i want to read you this doug levy was the winner of the last contest that we had he won a monco radio tumble 
Tumblr, and there's not many left. There was only 100 to begin with, and almost all of them are gone. But he said this was the coolest thing, and I love hearing stuff like this. I'm a near lifelong Kiss fan since I was seven when Love Gun was first released. And I've been listening to the Kiss Room for seven years now, which I totally appreciate. Absolutely love it. Every month, it's like sitting in the basement with my friends, led by the hottest man in the land, which... Look, I feel complimented and honored by that. And talking about everything that has to do with the hottest band in the world, then singing along as the Kiss Room house band kicks out some sizzling covers. So sizzling could have been the word, but it's scorching. He says, keep up the great work, my man. That's Douglas Levy. He was the winner. People really do win in the Kiss Room. And the thing is, look, this is one of those contests. If you enter a contest, like when you, everybody last year entered the A&E contest and everybody thought they would win, I don't even know if they ever even gave a prize. You're competing with people all over the planet. I'll be honest with you. Look, I might only get 100 people that enter because, you know, it's like, you know, I'm just some jabroni that does a kiss show. So people don't maybe take the time. Maybe they don't drink enough coffee to want a Monco Radio Tumblr. But if you want that, go to ModcoRadio.com. No, I'm kidding. Go to TheKissRoom.com forward slash win. And enter. You'll see a picture of it right there. From my hand to yours. That's, you know, you can say, look, I got this tumbler from Matt Porter, the Matt Porter from the kids room. So, but I digress. So anyway, look, we got a little bit more time left. I'm glad I could get all those shout outs in there. I do want to play a track and then we're going to talk a little bit about this. Um, just last week was would be Eric Carr's birthday. And obviously, we all were thinking about Eric Carr. Uh, we're going to talk about our favorite Eric Carr memories. Obviously, a lot of you out there that had seen Eric Carr or met Eric Carr or certainly cranked up a lot of Eric Carr right here in the Kiss Room on Modco Radio, where music and minds meet.
I love that song. I'll tell you, that's really something else. The now we were talking as we were, you know, cranking that up here. Um, we both met Eric Carr, Hot in the Shade tour. Right. So that's June 1990, right? End right. Of June 1990, and that was, I think we, I can't remember if we talked about this last month or whatever when we were talking about meeting Kiss. Everything about Eric Carr that that you ever hear is how nice he was, and that was really my only experience ever meeting him. And it was exactly whatever he says. He's the nicest guy. You know, right. seemed like so down to earth. Wanted to know your name. He signed my autograph that I have. He signed to Matt. Oh, that's cool. Which I love that. I have that flat has the four. You know, it's obviously it was Eric came out, then Bruce came out, who was also super nice that night, and then it's Paul and Gene. Mm -hmm. And I remember, like, what do you remember about that night? I remember that I was at the opposite end of the room as you, and everybody listens heard this story every time I'm on. We tell this same <laughs> hot the shade story, but uh, <laughs> I was by that one door, like, and Eric was the first one to come in, and at that point, I'd never met anyone from Kiss, so when he came in that door and started. Started signing stuff. My jaw was on the floor. It's like that's the drummer from Kiss, right. and he's standing right there, right there. You know, yeah. And he was super nice to everybody because I got those passes through my job at the time, and I was there with two girls I worked with, and we were all just like, whoa, you know. It was we were floored. It was amazing. He was super nice. Well, even that. Now, call back to earlier in the show when Bobby was like, oh, who does a meet and greet for free? Think about that. That was free. <laughs> yeah, that, that was that right? was free. Yeah, that you was know back somebody. when you know you, you just they they liked the fanzines. That's I yeah. shout out Frank. And that's how we got those passes because yeah. Kiss Mask. I got. I worked in a record store at the time, and you just the reps that came in the store. They could hook you up certain shows, certain bands, passes. And my uh, the one of the girls I was with, she was assistant manager, and she had the hookups with every record company rep for everything, you know. And she's like, when I got the job there the year before the Hot in the Shade, she said, "Oh, you ever meet Kiss?" I said, "No." She says, "Oh, are you still working here when they come around?" Uh, I'll get you to meet Kiss. And I, of course, at the time, I didn't believe her. But boy, when that, that tour came around, you know, she called all the right people. And when we went there and they were, you know, we went in the spectrum and, and we got the passes and went down there. And you were there, and that made it even better that you were you were in that room. That you was know? incredible. Yeah, that really that was a fun night. And I mean, it's funny. You know what? We must have talked about that because I'm gonna I'm gonna pull back the curtain just a little bit. Um, last month when we talked about Hot in the Shade, because originally my plan in the June issue, if you're still listening, you know, an hour and forty minutes into the Kiss Room, I want to tell you a secret. So last month's show was a hundred percent pre-recorded. Okay, so Tuesday that week we recorded our show. And of course, I'd been promoting that we're going to have Andrew Scambatti. He's going to talk about his new movie, you know, The Greatest Show on Earth 2, which obviously features Hot in the Shade. But I'm not even kidding you. From the time I left, and I had, so now think about this. I had the fully recorded Kiss Room that I was going to broadcast on Friday, pretending we were live. I always, if you ever listen to me, I'm kind of full of crap because even if I'm pre-recorded, I say, we're live right now because right. I, I don't like the feeling of pre-recorded. I like it to be live. One thing, I like being live much more than I like pre-recording. There's just a different feeling to it. Well, anyway, on that Tuesday, we recorded just like as if we were live. Bobby did his show. I did my show. Anthony Porter was here. He had the best time. We played live three-chord money music in the studio. It was great. Before I could even get home and copy the footage or the, the, you know, the recording, he posts that all his stuff had been stolen and that the hard drives were missing and some evildoer <laughs> had stolen <laughs> His hard drives, his laptop, everything was gone. But so if you weren't following him on Facebook, he finally did admit that he was that the stuff was not stolen. 
that indeed he had gotten a cease and desist to not put it out. I wonder why. I mean, you know, the problem is somebody somewhere, like I always look at it like this, even like, you know, we started the show, we were talking about this Sam Loomis. Who's the mysterious Sam Loomis? I think, you know, if somebody thinks if there's a point zero 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 one part of a penny that they want that. And I don't get it because like in my mind, it's like, you know, put this stuff out for people to enjoy unless you're going to put it out. Now, if Kiss is going to maybe Kiss wants to work a deal with him and put that out officially, that'd be great. You know, even if they build Kiss YouTube channel around something like that and they say, well, look, you didn't create this material. We created he did an edit, you know, which is great, which I can't wait. Really, I hope it sees the light of day. But it's one of those things where, you know, and he said, look, I was told not to post it. You know what I mean? And I think he might have taken down all his stuff. His movies were fantastic. Greatest show on earth. I watched that kind of it. stuff. I, was great. I watched it once. It was good. It was good. So so really, that's the funny thing. If you hear, if you listen to the June issue of The Kiss Room, which I don't think it's even posted on the podcast for whatever reason, it was just on my Podomatic. So subscribe to me on Podomatic because that's definitely where you can always get this because I'll always share it at least. Um, the funny thing is you hear me refer one or two times later in the show to, oh, when we talked to Andrew earlier, and we, but I had cut all that stuff <laughs> out because then, I, but I, I couldn't necessarily cut in the middle of a sentence kind of thing, but I can't remember whether I told that story. That's the, this is the long way around. I can't remember if I ended up telling the story or not of, um, that show where the Kiss logo comes up behind them. So I won't tell that story again, but I, I love that. That's one of my favorite things about hot in the shade. Yeah. That was a good night. That was a great night. Super fun. And I saw that show the next night in Allentown at the fairgrounds outdoor, which is rare. You oh, know wow. what I mean? That was the Allentown fairgrounds and they had the whole thing with the sphinx and everything it was awesome. i saw uh, that tour twice as well but my next show was the last night the madison square garden right i went up to that you know and uh it was great maybe that's the hundred shows they're going to just do a hundred shows at madison square garden oh that would wouldn't that be great oh my i every day off i would be up back up at the garden i mean that would be insane or even you know what that's what if they ended up doing a residency where it was just vegas for 50 shows you know how many people would fly there for a week at a time i don't know you know it's, i know i'm broke so well, it's i like, love you know, vegas and and uh you know, I have some points that I could cash in to get it, you know, an inexpensive room <laughs> and, and just go out there. Plus that's where Kim, my friend Kim lives. And, and, and so any chance to go out there and visit some friends and see kiss at the same time, come on. And Gene's got the new, you know, museum thing. And oh, you know, thing. absolutely. It gives you another excuse to get on a plane, which, you know, I, I usually need, I need an excuse just to put pants on anymore. So just like, you know, the, uh, you know, it, it's, uh, but I mean, to get on a plane, even still, I'm not one that's going to race and race and race to go get on a plane, but you know what? That would be worth it. You know, if, if you said, Hey, look, I, they're going to do five or 10 shows in Las Vegas, you know, that's the kind of stuff that I'd be excited, you know, to find out about. So, yeah, yeah. Of course, the other thing I'm super excited about, like I just told you, you could be a winner, winner, chicken dinner. Winner, winner. Go to the kitchen.com forward slash win. You know, and I told you the word is scorching. You know, if you've been listening, you know how that works. And it's, uh, you know, I'll give you that Tumblr. Uh, you can you can use the hashtag Monco Radio Tumblr Tuesday and let everybody know where you know that you listen. That's always fun. There are a lot of great shows right here on Monco Radio. And if you're still listening to me right now, I do encourage you to tune into the other shows. Obviously, you know, Cam's Kiss Club specifically for Kiss, you know, uh, Kiss 
fans out there that are really looking for, you know, more kids stuff on a Saturday morning. I really enjoy his show. I mean, that's, you know, the, but there's a lot of great shows. And if you go to MontcoRadio.com, I won't list them all because obviously I'll forget somebody and then somebody gets mad. And But they're all good. I mean, there's a lot of great shows. And, and even during the pandemic, we were able to really continue. And, and now things are back. And it's even in the summer, people come in and do their shows and, and uh, we still have a great time. So you can really tune into that all the time. And look, we're headed to the top of the hour. We're almost out of time. Any last-minute thoughts you got before we, you know, we obviously, look, we could talk about KISS for a long time. But usually those are just like, you know, the craziest, you know, we'll talk about the, we talk about the minutiae of KISS. I know, you know? we do, we do. We were just talking about being little kids and jumping off the sofa. And, uh, you know, and I said... Now, if I jumped off the sofa now, like I did when I was 10 years old, listening to a live too, I'd end up in the hospital. <laughs> Shout out to Keith Bankwitz. Remember Keith running around oh, in his yes, sneakers? Yes. With the pay-per-view for the last, the right. last kiss or whatever. And he jumped off the coffee table and he fell on, on me on the couch. You know, Paul Stanley was much more nimble in those sneakers. <laughs> right. Keith, Absolutely. we love you, pal. The cat's got nine lives, he do. You know? <laughs> the sneakers didn't come with the superpowers. <laughs> <laughs> that's, a, that's a good one, yeah. man. I totally remember yeah, that. That was a good. So night. I mean, obviously, look, we covered a lot of ground. We talked about the fact that uh, you know, I think it was exciting in the last two weeks. A lot of these videos surfaced on YouTube. I don't think we've seen the last of them. I think enough people downloaded them and have now uh, started sharing them to their own pages. I do anticipate kind of a flood of random pages just uploading this stuff, which I'm pretty sure was the guy's intent to make the stuff in a way almost worthless. You know, because apparently there's a whole backstory that was like, well, you know, so-and-so sold it to too many people and said that, you know, he wasn't going to sell it to everybody. And, you know, it's kind of like, oh, but you said I was the only girl. You know, it's like, right. oh, wait a minute. There's five. There's six. There's maybe more than that, Gene. You know, it's like, uh, and I think that's that's part of the backstory is uh, that there's definitely was some revenge. And not just the revenge pro shot, but some revenge involved and. uh you know, hey, we yeah. got to do it. It's pretty exciting, though. I have to say that, you know. So we'll look forward to that. I mean, obviously, there's in the KISS world, you never know. You know, it's like anything. You could have, you know, 100 more shows. Maybe we'll get 10 more shows. They seem to be playing to pack huge stadiums overseas. You know, it's funny. All these people, you know, and again, I go back to I probably spend too much time on social media. But like. You know, you see these these stadiums full of people and little kids. And there was a video of this stadium. And here's a little girl in Peter Chris makeup. And she is having the time of her life. And again, it's what it all goes back to. It's what I started the show with. If it makes you happy and it doesn't hurt somebody, because obviously we don't want any of that. Just do it. If, you know, if the Pantera reunion makes you happy, go see it. Don't complain about it. Oh, it's not, it can't be a reunion. It's as close as you're going to get, people. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah. and at some point, oh, well, they should just call it a tribute. Let them call it whatever damn they want. Go see it if you like it. If they own the name, if one of those guys owns the name, they can do whatever they want. And do whatever they want. And that's at the end of the day, if it makes you happy, if you're excited about going to a show, you know, that's what it's all about. I mean, really, it's just one of those things where you can only have the best time so many times. You know, there's only so many days. You got to enjoy all of them. That's the funny thing. We talk about, you know, we're laughing. Oh, we tell that story every time about meeting <laughs> right, in the car. Right. But it was a fun time. Oh, now, and the then you start doing the math. Yeah, it's a lot of years ago. But you know what? It's nice that Kiss has never let us down. 
them. They've been there all along. And the fact that we're still talking about, yeah, maybe there'll be a hundred more shows. <laughs> Remember? And everybody always busts the balls. Oh, well, you know, it's a, it's they said it was a farewell tour. I don't care. I don't care. <laughs> right. Don't care. The, the end of the road is a cul-de-sac. Let it go around <laughs> right. and around and around. That's right. Uh, you know, I'm not ready to get off this merry-go-round just yet. At some point, it will end. I mean, we can't avoid it. There's nobody listening to me that is going to make it till a billion years. You know, we got this telescope that's looking into the stars and seeing, you know, this is the light from the Big Bang or whatever. Yeah, so what? What good is that going to do? Where's those bootlegs? I want them back on YouTube. You know, like. <laughs> right. Right. Exactly. Exactly. So, look, here we're going to run out of time. What I want to kind of talk about right before we close, if you go to thekissroom.com, there is a link called Demos. It's the Kiss Room Demos Project. I would love before the end of the year to do the Kiss Room Demos Project Volume 7. Uh, we did six. There's a page full of great music on there bands that you might not have ever heard of maybe some that you have heard of but the idea was real simple the idea was always if you could write a song if kiss or ace or any of them said write me a song i need a new song for my album and you write it i know there's a lot of musicians out there that listen to my show and that that might want to do that and i'm calling on all of you saying hey look it's just fun and and then i would love to do something where i play them all we did the the one one year i drove around with my brother and we listened to him really loud and we recorded and talked about it and played it and you know we it was a car cast we were in the car and listening to it and recorded it but it was fun and that's really all you know if if you haven't figured out by now the only thing I'm interested in is having fun, people. I want you to have the most fun. I want you to have as much fun as I'm having. And we're not going to talk about politics ever, 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 okay? And uh, that's really, that's the sum of it. I want you to do that so you can have that as your homework and go to thekissroom.com forward slash win and you can enter to win one of those tumblers, one of those very rare tumblers. And it won't be necessarily autographed, but I have my return address on it. So don't come stalk my house, but you know, you could if you want. I'll make you a cheeseburger and we'll listen to the Kiss Room. But the, uh, and I'll even, or I'll get you a cheesesteak. I like cheesesteaks too. But the, uh, you know, so that's really it. What do you think? Hey, it was great to be here. Great to come out and talk Kiss with uh, one of my closest friends of the last 34 years. Man, it's a long time. Think about that. And that's and I always do say, look, there's a lot of people in my life that I have met because of Kiss. If you mm -hmm. had come out to do your little your thing in acting class and you were doing you too, we probably wouldn't know each other. Right. Probably would have just said hi and hey, bye. And thanks, that dude. Is the end and of I'm it. packing up the camera. <laughs> right. Same thing as I'm doing now, all these years later, is setting up the camera, then taking some video, then packing it up, and then go back to my office. <laughs> right. Right. You know, it's crazy. You know, it really is. It's funny. It's, and look, especially anybody that's out there listening, you know, it really is. I do appreciate you spending any amount of time with me here in the Kiss Room because obviously there's plenty of other things that you could do. There's plenty of things you could do with your time. There's a boatload of other podcasts i mean you know them, you listen to them you know i'm never trying to be you know anybody's you know the most popular i just do what i like to do so the fact that you've come on this tour look i consider it i'm the tour guide and if you'll go with me on this bus i'm thrilled by it so i appreciate you tuning in all those shout outs that i gave 
Bobby Dreyer, we appreciate that he was here because obviously Bobby, a huge part of the show too. He left. If you're within the sound of my voice right now and you can get down to the Landis Theater, that's where Ted Poley is playing. Bobby was going to go snap pictures of him. Um, Monte Carlo is opening up that show. Obviously, everybody in this area knows those guys. We have the most fun ever. Uh, like I said, last month we had exclusive music from Anthony Porter. That's always fun. Uh, I know that they will have a new song from Three Chord Money coming soon, which will be played here in the Kiss room and i think i'm just going to wrap it up by saying people i love you all have a great time stay safe and join me again next month right here in the kiss room on Monco radio where music and minds meet you have been one hell of an audience tonight why don't you give yourselves a round of applause tell you something you know a lot of bands like to brag about their fans now naturally you better believe we brag about you but we want you to know something we want you to know we know that you are our fans but don't you ever forget we are your fans we love you Thank you for listening to The Kiss Room. Stay tuned to Montco Radio. Any last-minute crazy things you want to say to conform with expectations? But I will say something to anybody out there that's, you know, the weird guy or the weird girl that always has the weird things that they do that their friends put them down for. Don't think it's so weird. Maybe someday somebody will let you give you the chance to make a living out of it. You just stick to it. You'll be weird. Swimming in the pool during these warm summer months can be so much fun. But you need to remember a few simple rules. Watch young children at all times. Stay in arm's reach of young kids. Never allow anyone to swim alone. Always listen to lifeguards and your parents when they tell you that there is no diving or to swim with a buddy or to walk, please. You should listen. Be safe around the pool and have a great summer.